The Cups and Cakes Network presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you are about to hear was originally recorded on January 17th, 2019. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Inside the Art Studio. My name is Jeff McCallum. Daniel Romano has become a staple in the Canadian music scene. He was the frontman of Attack in Black who formed 15 plus years ago and saw critical acclaim across Canada with that project. As things with Attack in Black were drawing to a close, Romano shifted away from the rock and roll sounds we had come to expect from him and went full country. This bold move proved brilliant as all of Canada instantly latched onto Romano's take on this classic genre. He made the Polaris Prize long list for Sleep Beneath the Willow, Come Cry With Me, Mosey, and Modern Pressure. The latter half showcasing a shift away from the straight-up country sounds of his earlier solo work, Romano Records now pull influences from classic rock, psych, folk, and also country. In 2016, Romano returned to his earliest beginnings of playing music by releasing a punk record under the name Ancient Shapes. He has since released two more full lengths for that project, including 2019's A Flower That Wouldn't Bloom. It was on this record's tour that I met up with Romano to discuss the many faces of his musical career, the different approaches he takes to his projects, and what he's got coming up in 2020. I then put him through the rapid-fire questionnaire before we parted ways. And now, please enjoy my interview with Daniel Romano. Rolling. We are rolling. Uh, Welcome to Inside the Artist Studio. Thank you. So, you might be one of the busiest people in Canadian music, and um, I've become quite busy myself, so this is kind of a selfish question for myself. How do you keep organized everything that you got on the go? No. I don't have a good answer for that. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I never know what's happening until uh, until it is. That's the reality. So you have a, a lovely team then that helps you. Yeah, I mean it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty internal, but most of the time nobody knows what's happening. <laughs> but we always manage to make it right on. Yeah. So you're here promoting your latest Ancient Shapes record. Can you tell us about the writing recording of A Flower That Wouldn't Bloom? Yeah. Um, it was actually Ancient Shapes 3 and 4. And uh, I turned it into a greatest hits because I had sat on it for so long that... Um, I wasn't about to sit on one again for another year or something. So yeah. I just chose the best songs of the two uh, records and crammed them together. Um, I don't really remember. Ancient Shapes songs are just written on drums. So it's not like, I don't know. I play drums for like half an hour and then make songs on top of it. It's, re- it's like a really, really fast process. Uh, uh, like an Ancient Shapes record takes three three days, beginning to end, including writing. 
That's incredible. Um, that kind of leads me into a question I wanted to ask you about how you differentiate how you're going to write uh, Ancient Shapes records versus a Daniel yeah. Romano record. Yeah, it's basically like drums first uh, for simplicity's sake. Um, whereas I'll like actually like write a song for <laughs> the other project. <laughs> So I've been told that later this year you have a live album coming out. Yes. And that's a Daniel Romano album, yeah. correct? With the outfit, yeah. Is it like one single night or was it pulled yeah, from different nights? Yeah, it's one single night. And yeah. uh, when, where, how? Uh, somewhere in Scandinavia, I don't remember. We didn't label any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything, anything like... I guess the biggest question I would have is what tour is it? So what are like going to be most of the songs that you're going to hear? Uh, it's it's after Finally the Free came out, so it's 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 kind of like a like a best of. It's got a little bit of everything. Nice. Yeah. Um, so the solo stuff you do very country influenced, folk influenced, and then Ancient Shapes obviously very more punk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going back to Attack and Black, mm-hmm. kind of like that indie rock sound. Um, I was just curious about your influences and like you're sort of all over the map and is everyone just sort of a a bit of an outlet for these uh these little musical loves that you have everyone as in people i play with or no sorry every project oh they differ so much yeah i guess so i mean i like a lot of different kinds of music um so I guess yes. The, the simple answer would be yes. So when you kind of moved um, and put your first solo record out after everybody had gotten to know you through Attack and Black, it was quite a, a shock to everyone's system. So what kind of gravitates you towards country or and America? I just wanted to do it. You know, I, I, we were all influenced by it in, in Attack and Black, and uh, you know, we grew up with it. B- but um, I just kind of wanted to do it more. Uh, steadfast you know for the education of it or something um and to do something different than i'd been doing for nine years before that or whatever it was uh so yeah it was kind of an experiment of in form then it became more of a pigeonhole situation (laughs) which i then (laughs) removed myself from as you know uh, and that was difficult socially and publicly, but whatever. Did you uh, become enlightened in this? Oh, I learned endeavor? a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I learned a lot about songwriting. I also learned a lot about um, um, clicks and and uh, genre gangs and things that are ugly in the music industry. Which you learn every day with this job, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't want any association with Americana as a club, you know? It's an ugly club. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> had to break out. Fair enough. While I got you here, this is this is a question I've, I've just always wanted to ask you, because your output is astonishing i think uh i think it was 2018 you put out full three full length records yeah like you're on par sometimes in my opinion with uh king gizzard oh yeah yeah (laughs) um i wanted to know if you've really thought and noticed any sort of advantages and disadvantages of putting out so much content so fast no 
no no I advantages have, or ha- disadvantages. I haven't noticed anything either way. <laughs> I've wondered it, but I, I haven't noticed anything. <laughs> so then why do you like that approach? Because uh, I don't want to sit on stuff, and I, I write a lot. Yeah. And so... I don't know. That's basically why. I, I, I don't th- I don't set goals like based on projects or whatever. It's just when it's just I I work all the time and then when something's finished I want it to, to be out as soon as possible <laughs> before I hate it. <laughs> so I guess that makes it kind of handy uh, owning your own record label. Yeah, yeah. Um, which leads me to You've Changed Records mm-hmm. which you founded with Steve Lamke. Yeah. Um, I guess the first question, what kind of made you start this label? Um, we started it to put out Shotgun Jimmy's first record. Yeah. And uh, we were living in Montreal at the time, Steve and I. Um, yeah, uh, it was just that, really. And, yeah. then, and then my old band did a split with, with Steve. Um, and then at that point, it just seemed like, okay, well, this is like a thing that's happening now. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, so last year you signed and put out an album from one of my favorite Canadian bands, Whoop So. Yeah. Uh, we absolutely love that here at the Cups and Cakes Network. Totally. Um, I was, I, I was so excited for those guys, but the question is, is I was kind of interested in what you're, you look for. Like, how do you know that someone is, belongs on your roster? That's really more of a Steve question. (laughs) 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 He doesn't even ask me for approval anymore. (laughs) Maybe he never did, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's basically Steve's thing, and uh, he's he's uh, you know Kurt he's kind enough to keep lumping me into the into the <laughs> fact of it. Right on. Uh, one last question here before we jump into sort of the rapid fire questionnaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty twenty. I mean, I, other than the live album, I'm I'm assuming you got a whole bunch of touring and yeah. Is there anything else that you? Can yeah, tell us? there's like a there's a a live studio album album as well that will probably come out before the year's end and that's good <laughs> the live album's really good but the studio live studio album is also really good i'll be happy when both of those things exist uh so will we <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay well uh let's shift over and uh, i'm gonna ask you a, a few questions that are you know meant to get to know you a little bit more okay um, let's start with this one. Uh, most commonly, people believe it to be the toughest, but uh, let's ha- let's have a go here. Okay. What what album sparked your love of music? I don't know. I grew I grew up in a musical family. There was always music around, so I I, I don't know. Probably some kind of British folk record. I don't know what. Let's say maybe like like a Fairport record or or one of the first few Richard and Linda records probably something like that cool what is your current musical obsession the second judy sill record okay heart food uh burgers or pizza pizza coffee or tea uh depends on the time of day i can only have one coffee a day okay the rest of the day i can drink tea like herbal (laughs) tea uh alcohol or marijuana uh neither neither What's the best thing to happen to you on stage? To, what's the best thing to happen to me on stage? Yeah. Um, performance-wise? Performance-wise or, or, or antics-wise? Um, I don't know. I like, um, 
I like when the floor's a little slippery. Okay. <laughs> I don't like a carpeted stage. So when there's no carpet, I, 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 that's, that's the best for me. <laughs> uh, is there an artist or a band that you've never really explored but really want to yeah van morrison van morrison really yeah like i know like that it's good like i i like understand that but i just don't like understand it still <laughs> do you know what i mean i do know what you like mean. i feel like i should like van morrison but i'm like afraid to try <laughs> Um, cake or pie? Uh, pie. How many pets do you have and what are their names? None. Yeah, I figured you'd have none. That'd be one lonely, lonely <laughs> <Yeah>. dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what's the strangest job you've ever had? I was a clown for a um, flower shop. Kudos, that is strange. Yes. Uh, if you could open for any artist on the planet, who would it be? Um, interesting. The opening slot, eh? Yeah, yeah, you don't open that much anymore here no. in Canada. Um, I don't know, the Who? Sweet. Yeah. What was your favorite childhood toy? There's like wooden built building blocks, the colorful wooden building blocks, and the tr- some are triangles. Oh, yeah. All right, name some bands or artists from your hometown that everybody needs to know about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, from my hometown. Okay, the only band I can think of is D Boy, and they're playing here soon. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah. Uh, that's the only band that I can think of from my hometown right now. Fair enough. <laughs> Where do you live right now? Oh, also Wildside. They're technically from, I think they're from Niagara Falls, but uh, in Welland. In Welland yeah. still, okay. Yeah, Wildside. Good hardcore band. Nice. Uh, Beatles or the Stones? Uh, the Kinks. <laughs> what was your first car? My first car, a uh, Ford Taurus. Or no, it was a van, like a like a Conoline, oh. um, Ford Conoline, nineteen eighty-two. Let's say. Uh, what is your favorite Canadian city to play? I don't know. I I wouldn't be able to choose. Um, no, I couldn't. <laughs> uh, what's the weirdest request you've ever had from a fan? I don't know. Nothing too weird. This is just like a, a photograph or something. Okay. I'm sure there is, but I can't. I can't bring anything to mind. Fair enough. Give me one of your bucket list items. I'd like to go to India. I, or I'd like to go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to try that. Uh, favorite road trip album. Rancid 2000. <laughs> <laughs> if you could hang out with one of your musical idols, would you? No. No? Um, okay. One last question. Is that a hard no? Do you want to elaborate elaborate on it? Oh, I just would, I wouldn't want them to know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got one last question here before we uh, play one of your tracks. Okay. If you just found out you were the last person on earth, what's the first thing you'd do? Mm, I don't know. That's, hmm. I'd probably go, it depends on the time of year, really. If it's winter, I'd go swimming somewhere indoors, somewhere fancy. Yeah. I guess I would go, I don't know, cry. Yeah. 
cry. That's a very common answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just let her out. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on Inside the Artist Studio. My pleasure. Thank you. And uh, we usually end with a song. Mm -hmm. So uh, if we do an Ancient Shape song, which one do you want us to play? Um, uh, Let's go with Separation Anxiety from Flower That Wouldn't Bloom. Okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Daniel. Cups and Cakes Presents is produced by Jeff McCallum. The feature track was played with permission from Daniel Romano. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at marlowrecords.com. Inside the Art Studio is one of many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.